What's up, diehards? It's your boy E. Room. You got State in the house, hand, and we got a special guest here. We got Mr. Danny B. We're just gonna go crazy right now, man, because we just finished this Knicks game, and um, you know, I guess we can get our first reactions, man. Did you get a chance to watch this game, Danny? Yes, sir. That's why I was a little late to, uh, you know, to the to join the group here. But um, yeah, man, I definitely, uh, I got a lot to say, man. Where do you want to start? We got so much to talk about. I know State wants to talk about Tibbs. I know I want to talk about Tibbs. I'm down to talk about Tibbs. I'm down to talk about it all, man. Yep. Well, let's let's start it off with Tibbs, man. Did you see what Tibbs did at the end? He put Julius Randle in there back. It was like a minute and 44 seconds left. No, four, a minute and 14 seconds left. He puts he puts Julius back in. Then 37 seconds left in the game, he puts Kemba back in. So I, I don't see what the strategy was. Maybe maybe it was for free throws. <laughs> I mean, like that's what I was you know, thinking. Honestly, the first time that Randall got fouled and he was taking those free throws, I forget how much time was left. There was definitely less than two minutes. Well, I, maybe it was at the 37 second mark. I don't remember. Um, but that first time that he got fouled there, and I'm like, look, because my brother was over here. I'm, I'm looking at him like he's like 50 50. And then, of course, you hear um, Kenny saying, oh, he's 76% from the line. I'm like, either way, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then what happened? He got one of them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so maybe that's what he was thinking with the free throws. But it definitely could have gone down a lot different. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, um, man, you know, say the Lakers just hit one three at the end there, and it's just a, it's a whole different game. So it's just tough, man. What sucks is that I don't. Let me ask you guys: What do you guys feel like was the start of the decline? Like where we started going backwards or taking the foot off? In this game? Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I got lots to talk about this. <laughs> Well, um, what you what you got, um, state? What, what, what do you think that was uh, the turning point as far as us taking the foot off their their next? Um, Evan Fournier, man. Because I told you, I told you the first part of this, the the first quarter, I was actually on a, on a dinner date, so I apologize. And then All I right. watched from the second quarter on. And man, you missed the I whole. Think, the, the, nah, I missed, the, I missed the I missed the first quarter, but I watched the second quarter and on on and um. Yeah, honestly, I don't really want to. I hate. I hate when I gotta blame players, so I, I'm not gonna really kind of blame players for the night. I just put it on tips. It's the rotations, and and I was a bit confused when he only ran nine people in the first half. I was a bit stumped at that. Um, I was a bit. I'm still a bit stumped at Tibbs' uh, rotations during games. Yeah. Um, and I'm still stumped at, you know, how are we going to consistently? If the the one thing I notice about this team starting five, we always have at least two players from the starting five who have horrible games when the other three have great games. It's it's very annoying. So I I think Tibbs needs to find the the balance of how to get these guys shots, knowing when to get these guys shots because Randall and Evan Fournier work very well together. Randall and Kimball works when Randall is rolling to the rim. Not this, the, the, this the, the secret quarter, issue. Oh, go you ahead. Missed, you missed a good chunk because that first quarter, mm -hmm. we were rolling, bro. We came mm -hmm. out to a 10-0. I'm going to give you like a little morning drive preview real quick. Bro. Oh, please do. I, <laughs> so real quick, I see I see when it said 10-0. And I oh, said, what man. the hell? So all right, all right go ahead. <laughs> nah, man. So yeah, dude, the first quarter, we, we were rolling, bro. We came out to a 10-0 start. Fournier was hitting. Um, even RJ hit a couple of threes. Uh, every everybody scored. Like literally, every starter scored. I want to say within the first four minutes of the game. So it it didn't look like any game, honestly, in the last few weeks. Like it it looked like more of a game from the first few games of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like they it didn't look like there was chemistry issues. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was sharing the ball. Everybody was moving. Like and that's what works, bro. Like I, I was just telling my brother. I, I'm getting so like tired of saying the same thing because these last five games, it's, it's six, seven, eight, nine, game, nine games. It's been the same exact thing. You know what I'm saying? Like when we have the ball, it's it's so much ISO and no, there's no off ball movement and we're not dri we're not driving and creating any collapses on. It's the same thing. If we just fix those things, good things happen, and that's exactly what we did in the first quarter with the starters. You know what I'm saying? And then Tibbs trickled in. You know the um, guys from the bench, IQ, Burks, and just obviously it just kept going bro we like we i think we had 36 36 in the first quarter 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like it wasn't any. It, it just to me, it's like right. You can live and die by the three. And that first quarter, it was working for us, but it was working for us because we were doing all the right things to create the timing for us to have, uh, uh, you know, enough poise to take the shot where it's not forced, it's not rushed. And that's why they were going in, you know, um, Kemba was driving to the hoop and finding the lanes. And when he's driving, it's collapsing, collapsing the D people are moving. You can dish it. You know what I mean? Like it, you see so many plays where Kemba's got the ball and he's just dribbling it around, you know, and, and dribbling his legs off where I saw somebody comment that earlier, you know, and he just gets lost. And it's like, I feel like at times he's dribbling to buy himself time to kind of think, but it's like, that's when you got to move. You know what I mean? And, and move to an open area just to create something, some type of movement on the D. You know, even if it's the littlest bit and you could find somebody in the post, it's it's creating something. And that first quarter, man, was just everything, dude. I felt like and I said this in a post too. everybody played their role to a T. You know what I'm saying? Like Julius was the main guy. He was kicking it out. Everybody was moving for each other, off ball, creating open shots. Evan had two beautiful shots. He had that one, two, that um, that, that one, three, I should say, in the corner where he fades like into the bench. That three, like, you know, I feel like every time I see him do that motion, it's going in. You know what I mean? And it's just everything clicked, bro. And then I want to say halfway in, in the second quarter, you see the Lakers roll out a zone. And all of a sudden, the ball movement stops. And we start going ISO again. And this is probably right where you started tuning in because you, <laughs> exactly you, what I you didn't see that first quarter where everything clicked, bro. And it's like, no, uh-huh. we didn't have the problems. Like, literally. So, so, so we got to blame State. We got to blame State for the loss then. Nah, for, nah, for like nah. the near loss, you know? It's the zone, bro. We die with the zone. You know what I mean? I, I just, I don't get it. We fall back into such an ISO game and people stop moving and. Nothing good so, comes out of it. So I see here that um, – so when I got into the game, right, Randall and Barrett was like two for eight, um, shooting us out the game, literally. And there's been times this season – I don't know if this is going to be a trend. It's, it was a trend last season. It's looking like it's going to be a trend this season. The Emmanuel quickly alec Burks combo, a.k.a. I'm going to just call them cleanup crew. I'm about to just start calling the cleanup crew because these okay. guys come in the game and they erase uh, leads that other teams have against us. They erase the lead last game, right? <laughs> against the ball uh, against the Bulls, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, they erase the lead of the game prior. We have one of the best benches in the NBA, and. Shout out to Alec Burks. The other game he had 25, 5 and 5 steals. I believe he had five or six steals. But he's been playing a role. Yes, and he's been playing a role that suits him. So what I noticed, and I think Dahard pointed this out to me, I think it was like four or five games ago. And it so happens four or five games ago, Alec Burks started um, doing well. Thibodeau changed his role completely. So now you see Burks on ball. And you see IQ and um, Rose off ball. And yep. Burks look comfortable on ball. So he's playing so well and quickly playing so well. It's just so alarming that, you know, a Kimball Walker bad game, we could just pray that it's not an Alfred Payton bad game. But right. we have that's, to get a starting point guard. Now, we, that's we the thing, to. man. That's the thing, right? Because you see, like, you see guys like Bondi that were saying earlier this morning. I don't know if you guys seen that. Um, you know, he was talking about, uh, man, I'm losing my track here, man. I'm losing my track. Tell me you guys even seen it. You seen the video? Yeah, I, I saw the <laughs> yeah. video. You know, I'm, I, telling I'm, not, you, yo, I'm not I'm not a fan of Bonnie. I, I got him blocked. I actually got Bonnie blocked on my Twitter, man. <laughs> you got Bonnie. Yo, Bonnie is elite really? now, bro. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, yes. Truthfully, I don't want to hear nothing that guy got to say, man, because it, it was at one point that, that he would just, like, to, to me, he was saying a lot, of, a lot of garbage, man, you know? To me, he's not really a fan. He's just looking to try to say something. But um, but I, I did hear what he he had to say. But, yeah, he was um, but, talking about upgrading, upgrading the roster. Yeah, th- 
that's it's just more drama to me, man. But um, what I want to point out is, is, that, is that Chicago game at the beginning of the third quarter. I made a, uh, a podcast about it. Just um, all, uh, all of a sudden we started going, um, you know, just going to, to Kemba Walker, having those little picks and stuff, making them go around picks. And then that that that, that third quarter, he was able to to um help us get the lead back and, and maintain the lead. And then he they take him out in, the, in, in like well, like I think like three minutes left in the third quarter, and then we never seen him again. You know, so th- this is the problem that I have with Tibbs is that we have these different um options of way in the way of, of playing basketball, and he'll go to it and then he'll forget about it. You know, it, right. that drives me crazy. It, like it, it tells me that he doesn't have like a grasp of the roster. He doesn't understand the personnel that we have. Because how long did it take? You know, we just mentioned Burks. How long did it take um, for him to um, understand that, that we need to have Burks this being the the lead guy? You know, coming off the bench. You know, because he he did it last year. Why didn't we go for it? Um, you know, to start this year. That those are strengths. Right. You know, so it, it's just odd to me, man, that, that you know the Tom Thibodeau's game plan from from game to game, and and then you know you guys also mentioned too, um, we, we only played nine guys. Yo, know, um, the, the the ninth guy only played five minutes. That that was um Quentin Grimes. So yeah. I, you know I don't yeah, know what Tom Thibodeau's in. doing out there. He got trickled in. Well, I, I mean, with Rose out, you know what I mean. There was uh, an opportunity for extra minutes, and I guess that's where you see Grimes come in for those five. But you know how Tibbs got towards the end of last season in terms of really staying with a select few and not really moving too too much out from there you know so i feel like you're kind of seeing that a little bit already now and i feel like it's it doesn't have to happen yet i feel like you could still mix things up a little bit you know what i mean we're still early in the season you know and and we're not doing bad we're, we're what 10 and 8 now so you compare yeah. it to everybody else in in the the league everybody else is still figuring it out for the most part too you know Look as at well those Lakers, Lakers man. Playing, you saw them get blown out last night. You know, every 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 game, you know, everybody's got their games. So I just think it's it's too early, you know, and we've been playing up and down to the competition and we got a stretch here now where we have a lot of tough games ahead of us, right? So if we're playing up and down to the competition and we got a, a stretch of tough games where we're playing good teams, we're gonna be playing a good stretch of playing up to the competition. So hopefully that kind of helps us and gives us um, you know, a basis to you know, put our foot down, really stake our claim and, and figure it out what works. And I feel like from game to game, we're seeing, um, you know, pieces, you know, whether it's in the first quarter, whether it's in the, the second quarter. Obviously, we know it's not in the third quarter, you know, but uh, we got to really close out quarters better, man. And we got to figure out how to get over the hump. There was a point last season where I want to say it was right before All-Star break, right before or after, where we would get into a rhythm where we did much like tonight, where we'd get into, you know, a good pattern. We'd get into, we'd get some points going and we'd create a good lead. And then at some point in that game, there'd be collapses. And there was a good stretch last season where this happened. Right. And we would let the games get close and then we would lose them. And at some point in the season, it clicked and we figured out exactly what we needed to do to stop that. And it almost happened like overnight. One game we were we were doing it nonstop, but then all of a sudden we stopped and we just stopped doing it. And I feel like that's what we got to figure out this season is how to do that, you know. So where we see it, you know, our successes in the first quarter, we got to figure out how to, you know, keep that moving. So the the Lakers went to a zone. They're not going to be the first. They're not going to be the last. You know what I mean? It's we got to figure out how to break that out with the guys that we have now, you know. So to what State was saying earlier, where. You know, even if Kemba has an off night, it's still not going to be as bad as if it was EP last season, you know. And that actually brings me to a point that I was thinking about earlier, and that's starters are just that, right? They're just starters. Like, it doesn't really mean much other than you're just starting the game. You know, like we saw Alfred Payton last year. How many games did he start? He played the first seven minutes gets pulled and then that's pretty much it for you know for the rest of the game for the rest of the game but, yeah and obviously it happened more and more towards the end of the, the season but what i'm saying is like just because rj barrett started that doesn't mean that he's going to be guaranteed um minutes in in clutch time or you know in big parts of the game you know you've seen he was on the bench at the end of the game you know what i mean for the most part so it's like i feel like at some point tibbs is starting to realize He's got to go to the guys that are hot, and I feel like he hasn't been doing that at times. Obviously, you know, there's been games in, in the last week where you get guys like Obi who, you know, get into a rhythm. You get guys like Kemba who got into a rhythm against Chicago and then just didn't get put back in. So it's like I feel like he's starting to kind of feel that out, and this is elementary, right, the way that we're talking about it. So I'm sure there's a lot higher levels of, of thinking and going about it, but I think that it's – 
you're seeing more things starting to click and more often. So I feel like it's just a matter of time before we really figure it out, you know? Yeah. So I, I need him to hurry up and figure it out. Um, <laughs> I'm because you, because our blood pressure relies on I'm, my, my blood pressure when I see Nerlens Noel playing 39 minutes, brother, and and I know Mitchell Robinson is made of he's made of paper towels, mm-hmm. and you don't even try to see put Sims on the floor. I mean, that's kind of alarming to me. You know what? You know what that says, though, right? Because you got to ask yourself, it, then why? It's it's funny because I had to ask myself last season why was Alfred Payton playing. So, you, I so it, I can only I can I can only I can only just you're right. Assume. I can't take that away from you because the entire <laughs> Knicks fan community had, was wondering what the there's got to be something in his contract. Like how is he? You know what I'm saying? So I get where you're coming from there, but at the same time, it's like you gotta you gotta think about it. You know, like why hasn't he gone to him? Maybe he's just not mentally. 100% ready for the things that are going to get thrown at him, you know what I mean, at the NBA level right now. So he doesn't want to get out, you know, have him get out there and then get killed and his morale gets, you know, killed with it along, you know, along with it. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I guess he just needs some more crafting, but that kind of sucks because I was thinking we could rely on him, you know what I mean, as that fourth guy. You know, like at the end of last season, we were looking at John Henson and, and um, you know, what's what's the other guy's name that we actually brought over? Um, um, Noah Pelle? Yeah, Pelle. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, that's obviously still something they're going to keep in mind, you know what I mean, down the stretch. So it kind of sucks that Sims isn't ready to kind of fill that role so we don't have to go looking elsewhere yet. But it is what it is. At the same time, he was calling Sims' name, like, like all year. You know, I think in the first game of the season, he, he was calling Sims. So what, 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 was so, what was so different about tonight that you couldn't call Sims' name? Because, I mean, you, you obviously trust him to be in certain certain positions. Uh, you know what? Listen, I'm a little slow tonight because I've been drinking and I've been smoking. But <laughs> this is why, bro, because Anthony Davis is a freaking monster. He was grabbing boards left and right, bro, offensive boards. Like, you know, he was taking a lot of, of opportunities away from us and, and keeping them alive, you know. But wouldn't you, as a coach, feel like, to um, Dowd's point, wouldn't you want to just throw out Sims out there for the experience? Because that is Anthony Davis. And I mean, you want to give him some confidence, so it's just a little things like. Well, you know, Anthony Davis only has six rebounds, though. Eh, even so, he was still up on those boards, man. His presence in that paint, there's, I can't believe that he only had six rebounds because I didn't look at the stat line. But from what I was seeing, he was. <laughs> he said he kept tapping, tapping. It's yeah, just man. his presence. He, he was, just... yeah, dude. He was a big force in there. You know what I'm saying? Like that that third quarter, what Westbrook was cooking. AD was killing it on defense. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like if Sims gets thrown in there, I don't want him to get eight. And I'm not saying he would. I, I don't want that to come across like that. But I don't know. Maybe that's what the tips is thinking. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to think, like, what reasons, you know? So you can I throw this? 39 minutes. I'm with you, bro. That's a lot of minutes, man. So I, w- I would like to throw this at y'all too, right? Because, um, Danny, I'm been- – I believe I spoke to you and I said to you, if the Knicks don't shoot 30 plus threes per game this season, Tibbs is a failure. And I see that we shot 13 for, I mean, we made 15 of 34 threes. Impressive. The thing that I'm not impressed with is the 23 assists. I know this team could be top five in the league in assists. I know it. I know it. (laughs) When we're throwing that ball around, man, that's when we play the best. You know what I'm saying? And how mm-hmm. much fun is it to watch the team when they're playing like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm looking, and I need Dahad to come to the altar because um, me and you, Danny, we was cool. We was even killed on Obi Toppin. Like, we didn't we – didn't, we was even killed. That man right there in that corner, that corner right there, with, 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 with that right there, he was destroying Obi. So I'm gonna need you. What's your assessment? What's your assessment? But yo, Obi deserves to get killed, man. He only had four rebounds, uh, four rebounds tonight in 22 minutes. He didn't get those four rebounds up until like the, until the second half. Yeah, you know, so you know what I'm saying. So you know, him getting these dunks and stuff like that. That, that that's what we needed tonight because the Lakers, to me, the Lakers weren't really playing so so great tonight. They, I don't understand yeah. why Obi Toppin didn't play. They didn't have a lot of no, yeah, there was no well, you know, there was no reason for New Orleans as well. You know, how many times in this game against the Lakers that that New Orleans as well ended up with the ball at the end of, at the end of every play, like like the the end of the play was was Burke 
doing a shovel pass to New Orleans to get New Orleans uh, a layup. That how, how many of those did he blow? You know, so if, if that was the case, then why not put Obi Toppin in that position to be that receiver? If you're gonna, if, if that's what's gonna happen, you know, so right. that that was driving me crazy, man. Th- Thirty nine minutes for him is way too much, especially for the. Yeah, he, I mean, he he plays very well, like like kind of like off the ball on defense, you know, kind of like team defense, that type of thing. Yeah. But like like you know, just the opportunities that that we could have had scoring the ball, I just don't understand why why Obi Toppin only played twenty two minutes, man. You know, I'm it, looking at that. And like I said, I'm I'm trying to be more of like a devil a devil's advocate. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to 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 state the the opposite. But they're a big team, man. Lakers are a big team. You know what I'm saying? So Tibbs ain't gonna go small ball too often. You know what I mean? Because that would at least alleviate some minutes from Nerlens. You know what I'm saying? Give some to Obi and, and let Obi and, and Drew split it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But clearly he didn't go that route. So I'm thinking maybe Lakers are a big team, man. You know what I'm saying? Howard had some big plays in there too. You know, and like I said, AD, I'm so surprised, man. Like that's crazy. He only had six rebounds, man. Yeah, he only had six. He he didn't have any blocks or anything like that. Crazy. No blocks, bro. no skills. It, yeah, it, it, it his presence. He was killing it, man. Um, I just think that that was. I don't know. I, I'm definitely with you on that. You know, but how else? How else do we go about it? You know what I mean? Because you got to remember too, Rose is out, so you got to find a, a balance in terms of energy. That's why I mean. That's why I kind of like Obi uh, because I feel like he brings that energy. You know what I'm saying? He he rim runs, yes, but even so, like the hustle that he gives you on D at the same time, it's just I don't know. It's it's explosive. You know what I'm saying? It's just you feel his energy, and we need energy so bad, so bad. You know? I mean, that's why I think we came out so hot in this game. You know? It's like you got these guys who, yeah, you got Randall, of course, playing against the Lakers. You know what I mean? You got Melo coming back to the Garden. You know, you got a bunch of stars on the other team. You want to compete, you know, and show you're the top dog. I get that, you know, but that died, bro. You know what I'm saying? And we came out in the third still not not great. We weren't flat, flat, like bad, but we still we didn't have energy. Like you got to come out because we came out in the second, too, with some energy. The top of the second started with some energy, too. You know, and I feel like it's that's that's what we got to come out with. You know, even if we're not hitting the shots, man, you got to hustle, hustle the hell back on D, man. And, And got to keep moving man active hands we had a that first first quarter man we had so many steals we forced so many turnovers um man i want to say lakers had what three turnovers in that first quarter um i think we had two steals but but that goes that goes to show you that when our wing rotation competes we can win games when when rj and those guys compete like that we could win games all day. That's how we did it last year. You know what I'm saying? I just – I don't get it. And and I feel like maybe there's a point in the game, too, where Julius kind of took his foot off the gas because that first quarter, man, state that first quarter, he looked like last year, bro. I'm telling you, bro. He didn't hesitate. Didn't hesitate on taking his shot. He didn't hesitate getting rid of the ball the second he saw a second guy come over. Like the little things that we've been pointing out for the, the last six to nine games now, he did not do. Like it just – if we could just get that more, man, we're good. I'm telling you, we're good. And I just feel like he stopped doing that in that, you know, at some point in this game, you know. Well, the and ball that's... was whipping around too, man. That ball, they, you know, it was, it, it, not just Julius Randle, anybody that got the ball was just whipping. So it's, it's worth getting, watching the replay of that first quarter alone just to see how 100%. good. Yeah, the potential of the team. Will. Yeah. And the second quarter, just because I want to see the film in terms of where the momentum starts shifting. You know what I mean, and why? Because that's big, man. Like, that's that's something that pops up every game lately, man. And we got to figure that out. You know, I, I think um, one of the things that I, I really dislike with Tibbs when it comes to Obi Toppin, when it comes to R.J. Barrett, is uh, knowing when those two guys are, are rolling, and knowing when to keep them in the game and when to keep them out of the game. Right. There was there was times the past couple of games. And maybe I'd be um, harsh on Randall, but I love the guy. You know, he's our team's best player, so you got to be harsh on the team's best player. But there was there was times in the last few games where Ob is hot, he's hot as a firecracker, and you know Tibbs pulls Ob literally. Yeah, he gets shelved, and he gets shelved, and we're literally we start losing the game, and then fans is looking at Randall like, "My dude, you come in the game now, we're losing again." Where when it's really a team sport, but you're going to look at him because he's the team's best player. 
Right. It's like it, it. He like I said earlier, he's not. He wasn't riding the hot hand. You know what I'm saying? It's like he was just going through his rotations like normal. And it's like we're in a game right now where we saw what was happening and working. Why would you? Why would you stop now? You know. But you see that every game. You know what I mean? And, and both teams. You know what I mean? Everybody does something like that where you just stop going to the guy. You know, guy just hit two shots in a row and we call a timeout and take him out. Like. Yeah, but you how know, many games down down the stretch the, the last few games that um that open you know say um Tom Thibodeau will put a guy in there ice cold I, I feel like uh, I forgot how many games ago it was but they, he put he put Julius Randle in there with like three minutes left and the, well, it was against Charlotte you know we we were actually like playing pretty good and then he puts him in there with like three minutes left you know asking him to win the game now and then they already had all these starters in there for at least five minutes already. You know, so they were already they already had it rolling. Then you put Julius Randle in there, like ex- expecting him to just take it, you know, to take it over, and that, that that's how we lost that game. You know, yeah. if if I was coaching the team, I, I would have not put Julius Randle back in the game at all. You know, because you know, I, I felt like we were banging with that. Yeah. It's funny that you brought that game up because there's a lot of similarities if you think about it. You know what I mean? In terms of a collapse, in terms of momentum shifting, in terms of the offense just stopping. You know what I mean? Just the little things, and we give up a lot of shitty baskets out of nowhere sometimes you know what i mean a lot of a lot of little weak plays and they're not consistently strung together they're just sprinkled in here and there but it don't help you know yeah, it happened against that happens against um chicago it happened tonight too but the lakers are you know the lakers are playing pretty bad too man you they know so like are. yeah if they made some little shots that they missed down the stretch they probably would have won this game unless it was westbrook man like Dude, he he had a triple double. Westbrook played played decent. I'm not gonna say he didn't, but there was a point where he hit. I think he hit like one or two threes, and from there on out, he thought he could hit any shot. No, he like, hit the. Yeah. I, I think he hit the bank shot on Randall. I think he came down. He hit a bank shot on Randall, and then he came right back down and he shot another mid range jumper. I'm like, damn, bro, move the ball. Dude, so bad. And then in the last, I want to say in the last their last possessions, Westbrook took another three. And I want, yeah, in the last two possessions he had, he both he chucked up. Dude, you should not be taking a three. How do you not know this by now? Like, you know, I would I would rather give it to AD for a three. <laughs> you know. Yeah, if I was a Laker fan, I would be screaming my head off, man, because every single play it just seems like Westbrook come down, just chuck it. You know, it, he didn't even wait for the guys well, to get across the half court line, man. Yeah, crazy, man. I let him take the shot. Yo, I'm telling you, I knew something was up. I knew something was up because in the first quarter, RJ hit a three. And I'm like, all right, let's go. RJ said in the three. Westbrook went right back down and hit a three right after. I'm like, all right, something's uh, up. Here. All right, something up. Yeah, <laughs> can I ask y'all a question? <laughs> if, who, if we had a point guard rotation of Russell Westbrook and Alfred Payton, <laughs> who, who would make y'all more mad? <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna say, yo, yeah, Danny, I, I think I, I think I would bench uh, Westbrook and put Alfred in there. It's tough, man, right? Because you're either gonna be super pissed at Westbrook for taking too many shots and and not dishing the ball, or you're gonna be super pissed at Peyton for trying to score and not. So it's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Can, can, can we uh, can we segue that? Can we can we please segue that into uh, our? I don't know if he's our point guard of the future. I don't know if he's our shooting guard of the future. I don't know, but um, I love Emmanuel quickly, man. I I, I love that kid, man. No, I like I, his hair. I like his hair it, out, bro. No, no, I hate that hairstyle. He get the Kobe White hairstyle out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe's was bigger. Kobe's was bigger. But I like it, man. I don't know. Give me the uh... yeah, well, yeah, pause. Yo, nah, you crazy, man. <laughs> but um, man. talk to me, man. What's up? I, I um, dog, uh, I right, go with you first. Then um, Danny, I want to hear what you gotta say. But um, talk to me about um, man, quickly, man. This kid, this kid's been he he's been literally winning us games. It, it, if he makes man. shots, yeah, if he, he makes does. shots, and he's you got the cojones to take them. Yeah, that's the thing, man. But a lot of times too, he'd be running around like 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 a chicken without a head. Like he wants to make a move. What annoy what annoys me with him is that he he's um he just like programmed to make that that head that that shot fake immediately. You know, a lot of times the the um, the best shot was the as soon as he got the ball. 
but he just has he just programmed to get the ball fake and take one dribble and then shoot. He's programmed to do that. So I, I would like him to do just more more catch and shoot stuff. You know, but yeah. he, he's getting there, man. He, he's so close to being a good player that that like you know you know it's it's making me salivate. But he's not quite there yet. You know, he's almost there. With you. Totally agree with you. I think yeah. um I think you had a great point there, man. Where I feel like that type of shot that he does, right, the fake step, you know, and then shoot it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's become so robotic that he's not in the flow of the game. Almost, it's like almost. Yeah. A fourth shot, and you don't want to see that happen. You don't. You want to see it flow a little bit more, you know. So I, I'm definitely with you on that. But man, he's been so good lately. You know what I mean? You've been able to, to rely on him, you know, in crunch time, which is huge. And he's got he's got smarts too, man. I want to say with like maybe like four minutes or so left in the game, after he hit one of one of those threes, at the second. The Lakers went back and either they missed or they scored or whatever. The second you see them, you know, us gather the ball, you see a man uh, quickly start going like, you know, hush down, like relax, like slow the pace down. Like we got to start burning the clock. You know what I'm saying? We're up nine. We're we're up six. We're up nine. We're up 12. Like we got, we're getting these stops. We got to kill the clock. You know what I'm saying? And he was one of the first guys that I noticed right away that was like, chill. You know what I'm saying? I seen four. Fournier, you know, realize it later, but IQ was the first one I noticed. He's just, man, he's good. He's good, and he's only gonna get better, you know. So, so quickly, um, hit four threes in the fourth quarter when he helped us build the lead, and quickly is now twenty four for his last fifty two from deep. It's forty six percent from three. Um, yeah, he's a an amazing draft pick. I'm glad we picked him up where we where we got him. And he reminds me of if I'm going back to the early 2000s. I'm talking early 2000s basketball or early t- uh, 2010s. He remind me of like a, a Bobby Jackson, Mike Bibby, you know, prime Avery Bradley, like those gritty guards who can score from the three-point line, who can score on all three levels, he reminds me of those type of guards. And you can win with him. Uh, I just think his playmaking is annoying at times, but it's way better than from what it was last year. Like last year, literally, people were saying, yo, he's ball hogging, he's this, that, and third. I was yeah. one of those people too. But, you know, I, I, I was harsh on quickly too. You know, I, I apologize to quickly or whatever. But this year, it looks way better. It looks cleaned up. Um, he doesn't miss Obi on a lot of them alley-oops. Even Burks. Burks found Obi. I think um, he found Obi on a cut to the rim. Yeah, I think it's like a backdoor kind of thing. Back, but back there's cut. still moments that were missing Obi, man. Like, there was one play where specifically where I seen Burks was about to be past the ball, and Obi's just cutting right down, man. And he had a good, a good foot and a half on his guy. You know what I'm saying? And Burks... The way this is the way I'm thinking, right? If you know you're about to be past the ball, before you're looking at the ball, you should be looking at everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like so that way you know what you're doing when you get the ball. You know what I'm saying? So like right away, as I see the ball being passed to Burks, I'm just thinking like, please hit him. You know what I'm saying? And of course he didn't, and I get it, but he hit him that other time. So I mean, it's like listen, you can't have it every you know every single time that you want it. But they're getting better at it. They get definitely getting better at finding them consistently. You know. Yeah, and it's we all need about that. watching tape and stuff. Mitch ain't healthy all the time, you know, so we don't have that lob threat. But I feel like Obi brings it, you know. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's tough for Tom Thibodeau because we do have a lot of talent on this team. He, he, there's a lot for him to to figure out. He has certain guys that he trusts. You know, quickly is one of those guys. A bunch of you know, a couple. You know, Burks is one of the guys he trusts too. But um, you know, he, he just you know, it just comes down to Tom Thibodeau just trying trying to figure out. Um, you know, who, who, like, like we said earlier, who has it at a certain particular time today? Like, like we, we didn't run Randall, t- uh, not Randall, um, RJ today. We didn't run RJ down in the fourth, you know, so, you know, but, you know, what Joe, be, it just comes back to Randall coming in with a minute something left and, and Walker. It, it, it's just weird. It, we'll, we'll go to, to one way and we'll just, we'll never see it again. You know, like, uh, Grimes came in for five minutes and then we didn't see him again. You know, none of the world was getting killed on the inside. He, he missed like he missed a few a few shots in a row, but he kept him in there for for thirty nine minutes. You know, it, it's just, it's just kind of like an endless cycle. You know, we we, we do so many good, good things. Yeah, we we do so many good things out there, but you know, it's never consistent from from any aspect of this game. You know. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like as you were saying this, right? It kind of hit me. I'm thinking 
maybe Tibbs is actually thinking that he is tinkering with things in his own little way. But at the same time, you got to realize that Tibbs is a win now coach. So he's got to balance both of those things. He's got to balance being able to make sure that he gets the win and keep his team on track. And at the same time, still be able to tinker with things, you know? So like, yes, he does. And, you know, he has been going to certain guys and not riding the hot hand, but I feel like what was that game? I think two or three games ago where he kept the bench out the entire fourth quarter. Right. So maybe in his head, I'm trying something different. I didn't go back to my starters. You know what I mean? I feel like little things like even today, right? He look at the guys that he chose to close out the game with, you know, and yeah, he brought Randall back in at certain points, but he didn't ride him in that, that period where we needed, you know, look at the guys that were out there. So I'm thinking maybe, Tibbs is trying to tinker things here and there, but it's it's not enough. You know what I mean? Like we want more. Like that's just how we are. You know? Yeah. And plus, it's, I feel like you could you could do it a little bit more. You know? But that's us. You know? Unfortunately, yeah, it's, a, it's a <laughs> yeah, it's a psychological thing too, man. Because you, you don't you don't want to kill a guy's confidence. You want to make a point certain times, like like when you bench the whole starting lineup, um, like like you were saying. You know, you you got to make a point. You know, make a stand at certain different times too. But um, mm-hmm. you know. No, but you know the answers. The answers for all of our problems are right on the roster, though. You know everything is in the, in the coaching staff. The work that we do, all the answers are right on the roster. You know, so we, we were talking about this earlier, man. So Danny, do you, do you think that um do you think that um we're we're a candidate for a trade, or do we need a trade, or some type of uh, movement? You know, player movement. Do you, do you think we need anything like that? Uh, right now, I say no, just because I think it's it's still too early to tell. Right, I look at it as like we know what we got. I don't think it's so much of a player adjustment that needs to be made in terms of trades or whatever. I think it's more straight up mental. Like last year, Tibbs got the most out of every single guy on the roster. And that's not happening right now. So we got everybody's going to have to look in the mirror. Everybody's going to have to buy in the same way that we did last year. You know what I'm saying? And what comes out of that, you see it reflect on the court. Every single person gives a thousand percent on both sides of the ball. And that's what we need. You know what I mean? If if you see it, you know what I'm saying? If we don't have the energy, we're flat. We're not going to be doing nothing. Teams are just – we're going to be going back and forth. Most likely we will hit a run with – you know, and the other team will hit a run, and it's up in the air. If we just play straight-up solid, 1,000% effort, both sides of the ball, we come out like we did in the first quarter, you know, last night. But we play like that the whole game. And we were doing that at stretches last year. You know, that's what that's what got us into the playoffs to begin with. Unfortunately, we didn't do that either in the playoffs. And that's, you know, that's why the results came out the way they did. But I think that that's needed right now. And I feel like if you could take, say, the next five, five to seven games and instill this into the team and then you, you don't see it and you're starting to see more trends, certain guys are just being lazy. They're not giving efforts. You know what I'm saying? If you could literally pick that out and, I feel like then you could say, all right, maybe we got to change something up, you know, and, and see what's out there. But right now, I think it's 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 more of a mentality thing. You know what I'm saying? We need everybody to buy in. When you get a report come out, like you saw the other day, that somebody's talking to, you know what I'm saying, the coach, and they're not happy or whatever. Like, you didn't see that last year, you know, regardless of if we knew we know who it is, you know what I'm saying, or if they don't tell us. Like, obviously, we know. But you didn't see that last year, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's got to – there's got to be something, something's up, you know what I mean? And everybody's got to buy in. I think everybody's got to look in the mirror and there's got to be a, a hard team meeting that kind of brings everybody in. Something's got to be the piece that brings everybody in, you know? And that was Rose last year, you know what I'm saying? Everything clicked when Rose came in. So maybe maybe I'm off a little bit and we do need a, a, somebody else to, you know, come in and, and bring that spark. I don't know. But I think right this second, though, it's tough to say that that's exactly what it is. So... Um, Dawa, you want to go before me, or you want me to go first? Well, I just want to add, you know, just uh, when we when we got Derek Rose, it's kind of like a lightning in the bottle because it's it everything that we needed once we got him, and, and we only traded him for for Dennis Smith Jr. and uh, what a second <laughs> round pick, whatever. So it was like something that that we weren't Grandma missing. cookies. Yeah, you know, it was Nobody something that we weren't missing. Thought that was happening. No. Yeah. You know, it was like a throwaway, throwaway move, and then all of a sudden that just propelled us into like you know slow. run to be at. It wasn't guaranteed that he was going to be that that missing piece. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. also excelled. 
you know what I'm saying, in New York, too, and in Tibbs' system. Completely changed, man. man that three-point shot that, that he has, man, he, he didn't have that before. It's exactly what I'm alluding to, man. So it's it's tough, you know what I'm saying? It's it's tough to say. It really is. You know, Rose was the perfect freaking piece. What are the odds that we find somebody else that does the exact same thing for us? I don't know. That's why I'm saying it's tough to say right now that that's the position I would take, you know? Yeah, it's def- definitely a different situation now too, because I, I don't think we're one piece away like that away, you know. Like 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 you said, it, it just we just need a little bit more time to figure out just to iron out the the little you know the the nicks and you know nooks and crannies and stuff that's that's really messed up with the team. We just need a little bit more time. Steve, to I know Steve's got something on his mind, man. He's thinking, he, yo, man, he always got something on his mind. Man. <laughs> I gotta remember what it, it's crazy because I'm glad y'all took that angle. I'm so glad y'all took that angle. I disagree with both of y'all. Yeah. Um, the answer's not on this team. So even if we do look in the mirror, and, and, and I love what you said. The final huh? answer, because are you talking about, like, the championship piece? No. Uh, no. All right. All right. I'm just trying to see. All right. So we're talking about just a piece right now that would make this team work and take us to the next Yes. Time. That's so so when, y'all hear, when I hear y'all both talk about Derrick Rose, right, we got Derrick Rose at a point in our season last season we was under 500 and we was on a losing streak too. So he was that, that light, that light bulb that, that turned on and, and helped the team got us to the playoffs. I don't see that same light bulb on this current roster right now. Like not even if Thibodeau was to switch up his rotations and his lineups, I believe that we would still have the same problems that we're trying to mask the perimeter defense that we have it's it's good now it's been holding up lately I, li- I like what i've been seeing guys have been competing more randall is finally jogging back on defense thank god because i got tired of that too but in a playoff series I, I when i look at this offense bro and i'm looking at our defense i'm looking i'm thinking strictly playoffs i'm not even thinking about for the now i'm thinking strictly playoffs i know we're gonna get to the playoffs and i'm I watching so, I I, so. I, I, well Yo, we, we gotta make a change. Man, that's I don't saying. think it's guaranteed neither. And what makes me not what makes me like worry about this team is we play down to our competition. One. Two, whenever the tough gets going for this team, or whenever the Knicks feel good about themselves, they revert to they revert to Alfred Payton, Reggie Bullock offense. So what I mean by that is give Randall the ball every play. You get what I'm saying? It's that that it kills the offense, but it makes Randall look bad because we yeah. know he's a better player than what the offense shows us. But at we the same know, time, like, uh-huh. the ball's in Randall's hands, right? And so that, uh-huh. that means more than just literally it's in his hands. Randall can be a good playmaker. We saw it last year. He so can. Why, why is he not – I just don't – I don't know. I don't, I don't get what's, what's not clicking, right? I feel like he's not – He's hesitating in so many different respects. He's hesitating to shoot. He's hesitating to move with the ball. And he's hesitating to get rid of the ball. So it's like I don't understand what's stopping him from doing what he did with it last year, right? When he's got the ball, he was moving to open spots. He wasn't just stationary and just backing it up, backing it up. That's all he's doing right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got to do something different, right? And as you're drawing a double team, see it. You know the double team's coming. You did this last year. Like Atlanta triple, quadruple teamed you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know when the second guy is coming. Get rid of the ball. And the rest of the guys got to know. We got to move for him. You know, we got to get to a spot that makes it easier for him to pass the ball. You know, it's just that's that's what's got to happen. So it's like these are all little things, and I feel like there's stuff that can be fixed. And that's why I say I don't think I want to go to a trade just yet. I've, I feel like if we could take the time and really watch the film and make the adjustments, we're fine. You know, I feel like we have talent. Maybe we don't have that piece that really guarantees us a second, you know, second round shot in the playoffs because I know you're thinking playoffs. But right now, I'm just concerned with getting this train moving and consistent, so that way we could just then add pieces to make it go faster. You know what I'm saying? What I think is is the problem with with Julius Randle is that you know last year he was playing with bums. So when when you're playing with bums, that gives you the confidence <laughs> within yourself, you know, to think that okay, well I'm I'm better than these guys, so I'm so I, it just gives you more confidence. You talking, when you're you're playing, talking about the elite sniper, the sniper, elite sniper. Yeah, the elite sniper that he wrote it on his shoe. You saw that state. <laughs> 
He wrote at least sniper on his shoe. We talking about uh, Reggie Bullock. Yo, he, yo, you know what that? You see my tweet where he, what I he said? He clapped back, right? He said elite sniper. That gave me running back in the A vibes where he went <laughs> oh, thirty four yeah, minutes, zero points, had me screaming for Frank Nellikina to play. Yeah. That was so, a, yeah. that was a good tweet. Yeah, but you know you got bums like that. But you know if you got Kemba, you know Kemba is Kemba. You know, so you, you just you know you know that that Kemba's there. So you know it, it kind of like takes away your edge. You know, because right. now you you thinking like, damn man, am I dribbling too much? Should I have given it to Walker? You know, then you got right. Fournier. Fournier is a real three point shooter. So instead of making that move that you normally would make, now you're thinking about, damn, I got to give Fournier that shot because he's a shooter in the corner. You know, so yeah. you, just, you think so that you know, like like you're saying, we just need more time to season this thing, watching more tape. You know, just just having a better, better, um, you know, um, game plan, man. We just, a better, better, um, yeah, just a better, like, um, you know, course of action on how we, how we, how we going to get the best out of these guys, especially offensively. You know, the yeah. zone D is, is that to me is the biggest piece that we have to figure out because when we when we go up against that, it kills our flow. When another team is just playing man, we kill it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what we saw the first six games. Like we killed it. Because we weren't playing against zones. We were playing against man-to-man. People know that now. The Lakers, first quarter, they played man-to-man. We killed it. You know what I'm saying? As soon as they switched the zone, we run into those problems. So it's like we need to figure that out. And to me, all that is is we got to keep moving. And if y'all are getting tired, then that's what we got to be doing at practicing is conditioning. You know what I'm saying? It's like these are the things. So we got to figure it out, man. If we go another five, seven to ten games of the same thing and nothing changes – yeah, something's up. You know what I mean, and we're gonna have to look at look at changing something. That's for sure. And it's yeah. unfortunately not gonna be the kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just because we know Tib is gonna tip. You know, he's not gonna be throwing you know the youth out there. He's gonna be trying to get the wins, and he's gonna be looking. We have assets. How can we use them? Bring me bring me more weapons. You know what I'm saying? These guys didn't work. Give me give me somebody else. You know. So so not to be a minutes policeman. But um, it's absolutely no excuses anymore to me that Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin does not get 20 minutes per game, minimum. There's no excuses. It's no quickly doesn't defend. No, he defends this season. He's, he's actually one of yeah, our man. best perimeter defenders as a guard. Do you know why? You know why? Anybody I, that watches him should be able to tell this. I think because he got stronger. He looks stronger, by the way, but he always had a 6'10 wingspan. So and he don't stop moving. His feet don't stop moving. His right. hands don't stop moving. He he's right. a pesky, he's a pesky mofo, man. You know what I'm saying? If you watch the game, Bradley, same way, man. You know, he's and he's known to be like that. That's what everybody needs to be doing on defense. You know what and, I'm saying? And the thing that kills me about um RJ Barry and Julius Randle is Julius Randle's only mean on offense. He's very polite on defense. You're right. RJ Barrett is very polite on defense, and I get annoyed with him when he does it. He's kind of too polite on offense. He's I mean, way too polite on offense, man. Way too way polite. Too man. And I, I, I seen him. He finishing these layups, man. He's not. And I think I, I, who I was watching – Either Jonathan Macri, shout out to Macri, and he had um, Miss Monica. Uh, Miss Monica would be on, would be on um, MSG Network. Yeah, and Monica she, she bees with the team. So she sees the behind the scenes. So she said one thing that stuck with me. And ever since she said that, I'm like, I need to start watching RJ Barrett during games to see how, how mean he is. She said, RJ Barrett's too much of a nice guy. He's too much of a nice guy. And Which I, is crazy because he has that killer. He does. <laughs> He's got that vibe. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta. How it has you unleash it, man? It, you gotta become nasty. You gotta become a mean person. PJ yeah. Tucker's nasty. Not for yeah. nothing. I think every single guy on a roster is a bunch of nice guys. You got a bunch of nice guys on the roster. Everybody. Alec yeah, Burke is a nice guy. Dirk Rose is a nice guy. Nerlens Noel. All these guys are nice guys. Yo, yo I think we true, just, did we just we just. <laughs> I think we just broke we, we broke the key. We figured it out. <laughs> we need a tough guy, man. Yeah, we do, we, yo. We need Marcus Morris back, bro. Yeah, we do. We do. Bring him I back. Think, Bring him yeah. back. He said he was coming back, right? No, nah, I don't want him back. <laughs> yeah, I, he, nah, listen, listen, man. 
wait, wait. I wish I had a baseball right now. I was slamming at the screen. Oh, God. <laughs> Him, Mike Mella, Bobby Portis, Mo Harkless, Alfred Payton. I, I don't even. I'm good. For what they did to Kevin Knox. And what we doing? Oh now. my God! Man, that, don't! Knox. Oh my God! Don't! Oh my God! You know how I feel about that. Don't! Oh my God! Yeah. Don't! Oh, matter of fact, you was one of the people. So I could call you out. You was one of the people that said Frank Nelikina should go to China, and he's in a rotation yeah. right now on a good team on the Mavericks. So I want you to keep that same energy when Is it comes really to really in the Knox. rotation. How many minutes is he getting, man? Oh, yeah. nah, not Danny too, man. Yeah, Frank is doing the same thing that he did as a Nick. Frank's on his way out, man. He's on his way out. Yo, listen, Kevin Knox, he's still young, right? So he can he can definitely change. But what's needed for him to change is meaningful minutes, man. And where is he getting that? Not here, man. I think Not I think here. that's yeah, Not it's here. over for him here. Hundred percent, I think it's over from here. Not and here. it is what it is, man. Like I get it. When we got Knox, right? I you ride with your guys. Like that's how I am. I ride for them, but. When you see them go through, and I, I know State, I know this hurts, man. But when you see them go through the motions, and I know he didn't get a fair shot, I totally get that. But his time just pay, like time just passed over him. You know what I'm saying? Like we had, we gotta move on. You know what I mean? Only because we're at a different point. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I gotta do this, man. Uh, Frank Nilakina you know, is shooting thirty. Saved by the bell, man. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Frank Nilakina is shooting thirty six percent from the field, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how many um rebounds? One point nine rebounds, one point five assists. You know he he's still not averaging a steal. He's not averaging a block. Uh, this is fourteen minutes. He's not getting a lot of minutes. No, but that's decent. I thought he was gonna be getting less than that. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Let's be let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Cause y'all y- y- killing my boy. Y'all killing my boy. <laughs> when 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 I when I looked at Frank Nelikina. I knew he was a role player, Danny Dahar. I know he's a role player, but role players help you win championships. So I'm about to say you know. some some blasphemous things right now. Star okay. players help you win championships. So look, no, listen, no, you listen here, John Starks, <laughs> two for eighteen. You listen here, right? So nah, don't laugh, OG. Don't laugh, man. I need to bring up John Starks, man. My fault. Bro, I'm dying. <laughs> oh man. Oh, God. Yo, I got to be out in like five minutes. Nah, nah, nah. Anytime. Nah, I'm about to be out too. I just wanted to um, say that the, the thing that I disliked about Kevin Knox is I seen the talent. I seen the talent. We seen him average 13 points his rookie year. Like, he's seen it. I just didn't like the fact that MSG politics ruled out. We just came off of a 17 win season. And you had James Dolan hearing fans tell him sell the team multiple times. So, of course, we're going to switch course. Of course. And my only my only gripe about it is I didn't want MPJ. He's back. He's out for another season. Thank God we drafted Kevin Knox. But you could have at least got us Miles Bridges. At least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, Knox, I there's just a, a few things, man. I just feel like he's also way too polite, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, yes, yeah, yes. If he had RJ's killer instinct, it, he would be a whole different player. You know if what I mean? If he had my killer instinct, he would be a bit a different player. Man. I always try to leave myself out of it, man, because like I know how I play, and I'm balls to the walls from the second I'm on till till I'm puking, like straight up. And I ain't even kidding. Like anybody that knows me knows that. Like that's just how I go. So. I try to stay away from that because nobody really knows about me like that. You know what I'm saying? But so I relate to other players. Like, but RJ, he's got. You see when he turns it on. You know what I'm saying? If Knox had that man, he'd be golden, bro. Because you'd see him driving like freaking KD to the hoop nonstop. Summer league. Yeah, man. <laughs> he had the length, man. He really did. He he's got the body. He just doesn't have the mentality, and it sucks. But it is what it is. You know? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. We on to the news. Time to win. So um, yeah, man. We got Phoenix coming to the house on Friday. Oh, that should be a good game. Yeah. Are either of you guys going? I'm yeah, doing I, a. I'm doing an 18 hour shift, brother. I knew you were going to say that. I'm working <laughs> <a> double, <dude. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like I want to go to every single game. I, I look at tickets for every single game, and I always try to figure yeah. out a way to to like incorporate it into my life. But yeah, yeah, you know, man, we'll we'll see, man. I, one of the, one of these games, no doubt. Fe- I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be what? in the building, so hopefully I can pull us out a win. Okay, so let's get some closing thoughts, man. Since since you're going on your way out, what's some what's some closing thoughts you want to throw out there for the next? Anything you're thinking about? Man, I just I wanna. I definitely want to rewatch that first quarter because they did everything right in that. Yeah, first I got I got rewatch it too. They did For everything sure. right, and I know the Lakers aren't the best team, but the Lakers are still a decent team, and we still went through the motions. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want to see. What I also want to see is that second quarter again, and where that moment that met that. Jeez, man, that momentum shifted. And I want to focus on that because if we could figure out what we were doing wrong, it's just general, it's just general analyzing. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you could switch the person out, any one of them, because we have such a plug and play team. You know, that's why it's so difficult. We have so many different pieces. So there's so many different chances of different guys going off. And we know the combinations that Tibbs likes. So when certain guys go off and they don't fit the combinations that he likes, it's they don't go back on. You know what I mean? But I just think that we got to pull it together, man. I, I feel like Knicks Nation loses faith quick. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's it's not time. <laughs> you should raise your hand. Stay, stay, it's stay. not time, man. State, I was gonna. I'm glad that you said this, man, because right before, first of all, I know I talk way too much, so you guys could cut me off whenever you want. No, no, what I was saying earlier (laughs) when I was rambling was I wanted to ask you guys at what point last season do you think that things changed for us? And state, I know you mentioned earlier, like you fully believe it was when Rose came, you know, but I wanted to ask you, Iru, like, do you see anything different? Do you think it was before that, after that, like? I feel like things started to change right before Rose came. And when Rose came, it was just like, you know, the icing on the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's served on a platter. Like, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I, f- I feel like we, we were we were just trying to uh, find ourselves. And then, you know, once, um, once Rose came in there, it was as if we just put the whipped cream on there. It just went crazy. But, right. you know, on the flip side, too, man, how we started to lose the momentum, like leading into the playoffs, because I, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like um, the coaches that everybody was a little bit too, um, you know, head, head was a little swallowed because I think I think we thought we were a little bit better than we were. You know, so what I, what I think changed that was the whole Elford thing. And what what changed that was us fans, man. You know, I think us fans, you know, trolling him on Twitter. You know, he, it's he hit so him with, big, man. Yeah, him with the with the um with the burner accounts and this that and the other. His family, yeah, you know, getting involved and stuff. I think Nick's all of that. Three. Yeah, and then add add on the whole you know fuck Trey Young stuff and you know and, and stuff. It was just bad bad karma and stuff like that. That just kind of hundred percent right, bro. It was all bad energy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Trey Young juju. backfired yeah. so bad because that guy, he's like, I don't even know what you would call him, but he harnesses bad energy man and that guy Trey Young he's freaking he's good man he can turn that bad energy for himself and he took off you know what I'm saying but what I want to do touch on man before we go is that 100% man that's a great way to end this is that basketball players including the Knicks man they're real people you know what I'm saying just like me and you their job is just to play so after the game at the end of the night yeah they're in the gym playing and everything but once they're done man you don't think they're going to Google their names? They're going to go on Twitter and search their names and see what people are saying? Of course, man. You know what I'm saying? 100%, 1,000%, bro. So I'm saying when you see that much hate, bro, that much hate, that's Damn. fucking fake, man. Like, Damn, dude, we killed bad. EP. We killed EP. You know what I'm saying? And some of it wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? I understand holding him accountable for how he's playing, but once you go outside of basketball, like, that's – that's a wrap, you know. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I mean, man. I mean, you can't people you can't defend him all the way. He said no, something bad about Derrick Rose. Like we ain't forget, we ain't forget about yeah, yeah, we ain't forget about that. We ain't forget about that. I'm with you, bro. I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just trying but, to say, but, like, but, at the end of the day, people are people, and they yes. definitely do see the stuff that we talk about as you know cumulative. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. together, like they see all of that. So it's like, yeah, we can hate. You know what I'm saying? And we can't control everybody, but we should try to at least spread positive energy for that reason alone because it does stick with the team man you know what i'm saying why bring them down you know we only want to lift them up yeah 
That's one thing I always say too, man. We 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 do have that power. The power of the word is so strong. You know, you know, we we really don't understand it until stuff starts happening. So you know, people really need to, like, um, you know, I say people, but you know, state state is the main one, man. You be going crazy sometimes, Yo, man. State, you know, there's a like, lot of people out there, man. To be honest, bro. You know what I'm saying? And some people like that we don't even see. You know, like yeah. Nick's Twitter is huge. You know what I'm saying? And like, even though we have so many followers or whatever, there's a whole so many more people that there's other corners that we don't even see man you know so like it's funny man sometimes like my timeline will be crazy i know state you see a lot of like what i see because i feel like the days that you say things i'm like yeah i'm seeing that but then yeah. like i'll be talking to other guys like dp and he'll be like man like i don't know what twitter you're looking at you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. like it's, it's <laughs> yes though, you know it's, it's different but universes. at the end of the day you know what i'm saying it just comes about you know respect really right you know we don't gotta go crazy and and kill you know kill these guys at the end of the day they play for the team that we root for so yeah. It is what it is. I, like I said, hold them accountable all day, but you know what I'm saying? I don't want to go overboard with it. I, I only got one thing, man. May your disrespect be as loud as your apologies are. Yeah. So That's, when, one, that's one thing I'll give you credit for, man. <laughs> I, oh, always. I got to. Yeah. I got to. Real, because I, did, I can't get on people the way – I can't really – bash you the way I want to bash you unless I give you props and show you love when you play well. So you right. see I haven't wrote Alex Burks got us in about five games, right? Because that man's been playing well. I want to win at the end of the day. I want to win championships at the end of the day. Yo, Fournier's going to be the next one, bro. I'm telling oh, you, you're going to be about Fournier soon. Listen. Yo, he's good, bro. He's good. He it's is. Once he finds his role... <laughs> And and only plays to his role and doesn't do too much more and everybody else is settled. He's gonna be fine, bro. He's a, he's a great complimentary piece, you know. I, I I think his issue, I think him and RJ's tied together. When Evan Fournier figure out his role, that's when it's easier for RJ to figure out his role. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So him him and RJ, man. I said that in the morning drive the other day. The last couple of games, I didn't see much of it tonight, but the last couple of games before it. Him and, and Fournier definitely looked good. You know what I'm saying? Evan, um, RJ was finding Evan a couple of times, and I liked a lot of their give and goes. So hopefully that grows. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, Danny, you got to get up out of here, man. Yeah, I know State got to get out of here, too. Say that, man. Dude, yo, I appreciate you guys having me for sure. Iru, always a pleasure, man. We definitely got to get up soon. Yeah, it's and, long overdue, uh, man. Nation, we out, man. At least we end on a dub, right? Yes, sir. We better have. You would have seen me in here, man. man. Y'all an hour, bro. Man, this would have been a therapy session, man. <laughs> You've been laying on that stretcher behind you. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate you guys. Be good. I'll definitely see you soon. Later. Man, All right, right then. Yo, yeah, man. Dog, man. That was a good one, man. That was a good one, man. Uh, I, I, I said everything I wanted to say. I just, I, I, I like what Danny said, though. He made me feel bad. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tone it down with the Julius Randle stuff. Because <laughs> he, when, when when you're when you're when you're getting older, and people hit you with it, when the older folk hit you with the, you know they're human too. They're not just objects. They you got. Right. Come on, man. So you know it, it. It's tough when you're a Nick fan and you just want to win so bad, bro. Like you you want to win so bad, so. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I think we we all there together, man. We we love the team so much, you know. I I sat, I sat next to you for uh, for game one, man. So you, I could feel the energy, you know. My man Cornerstone behind me screaming and cursing and stuff. So, you know, we we all in 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 this together, man. So you know, eventually, I think we all gonna be celebrating too, man. So, oh oh, we will, we will. Um um, what is the next game? Hold on, we got a couple goodie goodies coming up too. I like a couple of these games that we got coming up. Yeah, Phoenix we got. We got um the Nets coming up on the 30th. The Hawks. I forgot about Ooh. the Hawks. That's personal. We I, I don't even care about the two games we just had. That that Hawks game personal. That's yeah. very personal. That cause we lost we was embarrassed by them in the playoffs. I I, I felt embarrassed by that performance. Yeah, and we're we're gonna be in Atlanta too, man, for on the twenty seventh. So, yeah, so that's gonna be a big one. I hope if I, I hope Caden don't go on Twitter and see what people be saying about his dad. Because, <laughs> because, 
yo, yo, this is his generation, man. So you know, you know, soon, man. Because how old is he? Like five or something? Five or six? Like six, seven. Big kid. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, but he'll he'll be there sooner, sooner or later, man. Uh, hopefully, man. So, Dollar man, I'll speak to you after the next game. Um, what's the next game again? Uh, after Thanksgiving, it's on Friday. We played uh Phoenix. So happy oh. Thanksgiving, man. We, I, we didn't oh, even say happy that. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, what, what you eating for Thanksgiving before we get out of here? I know we got a little, little five, two minutes extra, man. What you eating for Thanksgiving, brother? Well, I'm, I'm vegetarian, man. So uh, I'm going to be eating. I got my, my tofu this, tofu that. <laughs> you vegetarian? You can yeah. still eat the mac and cheese, though. You can still, you can still well, well, you you see my stomach, man. You know I eat a lot of mac and cheese. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of cake, a lot of a lot of pies, and all that shit, man. So, yeah, man, that's one I, thing, I, man. After <laughs> after all this this holiday stuff, man, I'm gonna get myself together and get myself back into shape. It's like like way too you know it's going going out of control right now. Oh man, I don't blame you, man. I only do the the, the macaroni with the with the turkey pieces, man. That's the only thing I'm doing. Everything else, everything else, I, I can't do. I can't do the stuffing. I don't want your stuffing. I don't want the. I might want some cabbage. I don't really want collard greens like that. I don't want the, you know, the potato salad and uh, just turkey. Matt, I'm good. <laughs> all right, man. All right, Mr. State, man, get home safe and all that. Man. Yes, sir, man. Shout out to Nick Nation, man. We appreciate y'all. I'm sorry we didn't really um pay attention to the chat, but we see y'all. We see y'all um always tuning in, man. We appreciate y'all. Um, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Whoever's listening to this in the audio version, happy Thanksgiving to you and your your family. Um, God bless all of you guys. Um, God bless you, Diehard. I appreciate you. I'm out of here. Peace, man. Diehard state of mind. Y'all know what time it is. We out.